You are listening to a special episode of the Bondzilla Podcast. This week, we take a deep dive into everything Godzilla. Hi there, everyone. Hello. Uh, That was very formal. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the Bonzilla Podcast. I am Nick. I'm Will. And it's time for another a deep dive episode for uh, Godzilla. Um, And today should be a very interesting one, kind of a little different Mm -hmm. uh, than than some of the deep dives we've done in the past. I'm, I'm excited. Is it really? It's not that different. I mean, it's it's it's, it's more. I mean, like, I guess it's it's most similar to us talking about like stuff like the future of Bond and the MonsterVerse. But this is essentially us, like, you know, making up ideas. I, I guess I don't know. It's not. It doesn't seem that special. I kind of don't want to do it anymore now. Uh, okay, well, you're you're over you're overselling it. All right. Well, this is the end. Yeah. As always, um, we always end the episodes like two minutes in. Now that's our joke. The um uh. In in news though, we're finally starting to really get uh, um, Godzilla versus Kong merch. Yeah, and, we're getting uh, some of those around Comic Con kind of toy reveals right and, now. And um, the biggest one is like now we have new title cards and new banners officially released, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice that we won't have to share the same logo and banner, the same stylized uh, like kind of yeah colored poster that's always around so like we won't have to we won't have to share well it's still like it's funny because it's still that same color scheme yeah it's just a little blue godzilla and like the the skull island yellow but uh yeah but uh i i guess uh well i don't know see i i don't know because i could say that we can put an end to Beardgate when it comes to kong right but but those are also the toys and you know sometimes with toys like you know they're basing it off of some stage of development, so I say that Kong that uh, Beardgate is not quite settled yet. Yeah, I mean, t- I mean, toys turn out a little bit differently all the time, um, but you know, I think it's it is one step in the right direction for for Beardgate to be Beard. And then, um, then the biggest one was the banner that was um, uh, that uh, that showed them once again on the um, aircraft carrier. Yeah, kind so, of a little bit more of an official yeah. confirmation of that. Then I, I have a feeling like that is now. Well, I guess it makes sense because they used it at that um, uh, mo- that uh, Warner Brothers demonstration a while ago. Yeah. I, I have a feeling like that is going to be the image. That yeah, this movie I, I, gets I mean, sold I won't on. be surprised. Like once the trailer comes and that's like the major like like. Oh, uh, here they're actually fighting each yeah. other. Moment of the trailer, like right. I'm gonna be very intrigued uh, to eventually see that happen. But it, it really is interesting um, that we're in the throes of just kind of like we we just talked about on our last episode of just like you know not really knowing how much movie news we're gonna be getting real soon or if we're gonna be getting you know that movie news. And you know it, it just seems like. Well, well, I think this will be how it is, just kind of getting it in these little bits and pieces. I don't think we're going to see, like, the big, like, you know, here's the official, like, we're going all in on the Kong stuff, obviously, because it's even farther away than we originally were going to have it at this point. But it it just seems like anything that we have in terms of movies and stuff is going to be kind of drip and drops here and there. What I did, what I did like, and I, um, because it, like, it kind of just, like, came out, like, out of nowhere. Like, it was just like, oh, like, here... 
Kong Skull Island stuff. Yeah. Or sorry, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Well, Kong Skull Island and Godzilla stuff. Yeah. Um, but the more I looked at it, like it, it dawned on me, like uh, like as more and more kind of came out over the past couple of days. Like by the end of the second day, I was like, oh, you know what? It's kind of like something that solidifies this movie. Like, right. oh, this movie's a real thing. And then like it was kind of like when I looked at like the big banner, I was like, oh wait, no, I, like this is. Yeah, I, I've just been so inundated with you know just the current atmosphere mm-hmm. and like the lack of movie news that yeah. like when this came out, I was like. Oh yeah, that it's a movie, and I like monster movies. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Right, and, and and it is like a movie that has had its its issues and in, in coming off. You know, we we've talked enough about sort of the fallout of of how King of the Monsters did and what mm-hmm. it means, and and if they're gonna take a break after this, and yada 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 yada. We don't have to go through all that fully again, but it is just kind of nice to see that we're finally just getting. Yeah, something to kind of attach ourselves to with the movie because it right. is a movie because right. even at least with Bond 25 as much as that had like the the wild production at least at this point it is like as much as I joke about it, like the movie exists it's just when it comes out we have no I you know we really don't know until it happens but at least we have had all the trailers and stuff and we still have an image of what the movie is mm-hmm. as vague as some of those trailers were but Kong was something that again it was just like the constant delays and just the the real vagueness around the movie for a long time. It's just nice to see that we have something more to to kind of attach ourselves to because it does kind of build that excitement, especially within the kaiju community. Cool. Um, all right, so let's get into this episode. Um, so last um, episode, we took a look at the first entry in the uh, Rebirth of Mothra uh, trilogy, which was the Hasey uh, Mothra standalone series of films that they did after... Uh, putting uh godzilla on hold um so that prompted uh this thought because uh obviously mothra has had her own film uh in the past and this was kind of like a a new since there was an entire toho appreciation uh going on and appreciation for the monsters and clearly toho liked mothra they're like well let's let's give her uh multiple standalones now so that prompted um this um uh, this little thought exercise that I came up with that I thought was interesting. Today, we are going to talk about other Toho Kaiju that deserve their own projects. Um, at first, it was like Toho, uh, um, Toho creatures that deserve their own movies, but you know, we decided, like, well, why, why limit it at movies? Because, yeah. uh, you know, we live in a multimedia world, but. Very much in the same way that, you know, Godzilla has had multiple movies and Mothra got her chance to shine uh, in her own uh, s- uh, self-centric uh, film. Uh, what, what, what about, uh, why aren't the other kaiju getting some love? And, and, I, and I thought that, um, that this, this would be the fun, uh, a fun thought exercise. But I think we should go ahead and talk about, like, you know, it really is a rarity especially in later Godzilla films. Yeah, got, like it, like yeah. because it's funny cuz you know you have earlier you had Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, and then you had various other kaiju such as Varin, um Manda. Yeah, Manda was in War of the Gargantuan. Yeah, so it's like uh and some of those actually eventually do appear in the canon of Godzilla. Right. But as we move on to the uh um as we move uh, into the franchise, none of them get like a centric. Well, uh, 
movie or project. It really does become, I mean, it truly evolves from like the kaiju universe into the Godzilla franchise. And right. It really is like any creature that you have now, it, it, it really comes into function as a means to do something with Godzilla. So right. when you create a Gigan or a Megalon or a Mechagodzilla or whoever, or you create a Biolanti, it's it's in service of whatever Godzilla story that you're telling. Um, and it really just kind of comes down to the fact that Godzilla was the bankable star and had and it was really kind of, they had been just doing the Godzilla movie for so long that, um, it well, just, it just it, kind of became the routine of just like, okay, we're going to do a Godzilla movie and then we're going to put the new monster in it. Well, then also at the same time, Toho was very much aware of the longevity of the kaiju film uh, franchise-wise outside of, of, of Japan. I mean, it was one of the reasons that Mothra took so long to get off the ground was uh, not only because she was probably a larva at the time, but because like she actually... I mean, Godzilla barely had like the actual uh, marquee value uh, that, which which is funny because, and it's also kind of, I mean, I don't know, like it is funny, like this is kind of going into a different conversation, but you could argue that Godzilla technically has marquee value now, despite how the films have yeah per, have performed. Well, he's just Godzilla is the name, and I also think it, to an extent. One of the things that I think even Toho realized was that you could fall into sort of a when you're in, when you're just doing a new like monster solo film, especially for that Showa era when you know you would have really been doing that uh, with with new monsters. I think there's there's a sense of like well at least with Godzilla if we introduce a new monster that's the freshness. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like there's a worry. That like if you did a new kaiju property, that it would just feel like oh, it's just the same beats as like Rodan and Mothra and Godzilla. Sure, where it's like because sure. you have to introduce the monster, and then usually, especially in that era, it's like the monster by itself. If we go by the Mothra and Rodan's movies that we've watched, it's essentially like okay, well, it's just the one monster and against humanity and yada yada yada. Whereas Which I feel- is what makes the Mothra rebirth of Mothra movie so interesting because part of you know, I, I thought it was kind of um, a pro and a con was that that series kind of started off as like you already kind of knew, mm-hmm. like they took for granted that you like knew the lore mm-hmm. and everything about how Mothra worked going in, and then really went in the direction of not being like a monster movie and being more of like a super, superhero monster movie. And I, I, I would say though that one of the reasons that it's interesting to discuss this topic right now is I do feel we're in the era where you can possibly be very creative with these kaiju. Because again, I think like as much as I love the Showa era, there basically was sort of the formula aspect of it like even if they did kind of vary it with like okay we were doing aliens in this movie we're doing mechagod like they did vary it and and did kind of try to insert different tone styles and storylines there was kind of this this formula of, of like you know godzilla versus a monster especially as godzilla kind right, of became right. a hero and I, in the hasty era you know there was so much up and down with even establishing a new godzilla franchise that i felt like it was just them especially once they got into okay 84 didn't really work out the way we wanted to. Biolanti didn't, you know, make the gangbusters. Okay, so we're just going to bring back Ghidorah. I feel like there was a little bit more trepidation in terms of maybe really truly going outside the box up until, you know, Mothra happens. 
And, you know, the Millennium Era is the Millennium Era, and they, I don't really think they really knew the direction they had. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, now is that time where it's like if you did want to just kind of pull out a monster, and I feel like there could be more stylization or more genre playing, there could just be something a little bit different just within the era of film that we have, especially with the distribution models that we have. It is funny because I I do think in many ways, to piggyback off of that, we're overdue right now for a true like revival of the classic faces. Because when you think about it, like... um, Mm-hmm. You know, Final Wars was like the last time that you did anything close to that, and right. then the you anime s- trilogy um, and its ancillary material did a lot of stuff with it as well. But they also did it in like such such a different way. Yeah, that you know, it's like you know, because because you get because since Final Wars, which is again this big celebration of essentially most of the kaiju in Godzilla history. Like, the projects that we've really had in terms of, like, you know, not counting comics and stuff, because I'm just not too familiar with that with that stuff, but it's like, you have the legendary stuff, which, you know, the first, God, the first 2014 is very 2014, you know, very much Godzilla, and then you have, um, you know, the most that they've been used is King of the Monsters, when you have, like, you know, we, we've talked about, like, best version of Ghidorah, great version of Mothra, and fun version of Rodan. Uh, when you look on the Toho side, you basically have Shin Godzilla, which again is very much a Godzilla movie in in every single way. And then you have the anime trilogy, which again uses those monsters in completely wild and weird ways. It's just that we really haven't had Toho really take a a chance on really just doing the classic Mothra or the classic, you know, um, the yeah, classic I, Rodan. I... I- yeah, I, I think more so, like, I'm thinking more of maybe some of the faces we'll talk about in this episode, because I, I feel like the anime trilogy showed that Ghidorah and Mothra and Mechagodzilla are always the mainstays, yeah. um, and clearly, like, they're on the mind because of the, like, the ancillary material in the anime, and so I, I'm thinking, like, you know, we are overdue that now, since Toho is really, like, okay... Godzilla's not only, like, you know, having a big resurgence, but the fan base is louder than ever. Like, you know, basically all I'm trying to say is that we're going to get an Anguirus soon. Is like, or I feel like we're way overdue for, like, him being used in, right. in something. Yeah. The, the one thing I will say going forward, because for those who listen, I'm sure that they are expecting this, but we should reiterate... Uh, this was a rule we set up for ourselves that yes, these are all the monsters that we think deserve their own projects who are not Jet Jaguar. Like yeah, Jet, this like, was this was a, a it rule. was just such like the easy one that both of us would have gone to. The thing is, is like Will brought this up like immediately when he brought up this topic. Of right. Just like we need to like just. I think it's mainly because we've talked so much about the potential for Jet Jaguar well, media, and it's like, but you and I was, are on the same page that that was the number one choice. That's right? the easiest. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that's absolutely the absolutely I said it twice. The easiest choice, um, and I think the one that almost has the most limitless potential. Like, I, and I'm I'm being quite honest there. Like, I think it it just it's a. Because I also think, just real quick on Jet Jaguar, we're not going to go to holding, but I think what also works about Jet is because he's such a naturally heroic figure, it's easy to imagine like a new franchise or an anime or a movie about him because you can easily see 
how he would play into the story. I think with the other kaiju and the and the bigger challenge of introducing those other kaiju is since a lot of them are opponents for Godzilla, that there's a little bit more of kind of a creativity in, in trying to use those monsters in, in kind of their own project. So yes, we are not abandoning the hope of a Jet Jaguar project. And again, Toho, if you happen to listen to this, we will happily write one for you. Um, probably would like to be paid, but Did we you, can discuss that. Here, here's one thing I will ask to keep it briefly on Jet Jaguar. Like, what would be the immediate... Uh, the, here's how I'll just... I'll open it up. I want a movie. I want a Jet Jaguar. I think it's just deserving of like a great, sweet, awesome movie. Um, I think probably the non-selfish version and probably most rewarding version of it would probably be a series. Yeah. Um, which I think could be really fun and, and probably would be the most like satisfying only because it's a series. So, you, you know, you could probably do more fun visual things with it. And yeah. I, I think, I think it could be, I fun. mean, I think like, I think it could be either way. I think you could do a movie, especially like you can, you'll pair him up with someone like you could pair him up with like a guy again, or you can pair him up with the Cetopians again. But I do think kind of what we talked about where it's like, you know, the Jet Jaguar series, like if you just put like a, like an anime series, kind of make it an, like give it an old school, like seventies anime series feel to it. Um, and put it on Netflix. Can you imagine like a series in it? Like if you designed it to look like, like that era of like Astro Boy and like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, or, like, that, that or, or give it, give it that Voltron like feel, like yeah, that yeah, classic yeah. Voltron feel, which That'd I've learned great. a lot about Voltron, like how it was just Voltron technically doesn't exist in Japan because Voltron is technically like a bunch of different anime mm-hmm. like put together. And it's not the Cloverfield movie. No. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, so we're just going to kind of like hash out some ideas that we had. And again, this is projects and not, spe- not uh, limited to movies. It, right. it, it could be anything. I did want to start off with an honorable mention mm-hmm. though, because there's not too much, because this is something where it's like kind of, already very much related to Toho and its projects and what it has done and it uh it it it, it goes back to a movie that we have very complicated feelings about but it is a version that I would love to see and I and I had to really think hard about it because I had to think of like oh man like cuz one or two of these ideas I like knew off the top of my head I'm yeah. like these are the two that you had to do and I had to think about a couple of other ones but the ones that I was I was looking at the list of like kaiju and everything and the honorable mention I did want to give out is man I would like them to do for lack of a better term the GMK that they wanted to do before putting uh Ghidorah and Mothra into mm-hmm. it and by that I mean maybe, and I'm not saying a remake but that idea of Angiris, Baragon and Varen being the central and I would honestly take Godzilla out of it, yeah. it just just having them be make, call it like monster guardians or something and then make it a movie about those three creatures you can have maybe if you need the point man maybe you know like maybe it's like 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 you know Baragon maybe the 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 kid friendly one Angiris is like the cool more notable monster one and Varen is Varen mm-hmm. like so it's like one of those um and then you could just come up with like yeah, some, uh, sort of story. S- some sort of a villain for them to fight. So yeah. that was kind of the honorable mention. I, I thought that because listen, you're not going to give Angiris his own movie. No, like, but in that setting, I think it could work. Yeah, I would say my honorable mention. Um, 
if I had one because I didn't want to do this one because it is kind of another really obvious one for me, but because I was definitely thinking about, well, like if you were to do new solo projects, like in this day and age, the clear answer would be the monsters that have had their own solo projects in the past. Obviously, we're not going to really talk about Mothra, but my honorable mention was like definitely kind of doing something fun. Like I almost say like in the same way you kind of say remake GMK with the original stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say my honorable mention would be the remake Rodan, but mm-hmm. with more yeah. more of an emphasis on the environmentalism theming as opposed to kind of shoving in the nuclear stuff. That was on my list where I think that is the most appropriate, fun remake. It, it, it's also like, to me, it would be a welcome, but the least interesting. Right. That, that's why I said it was an honorable mention for me because it seem, it's very obvious. And again, it's kind of like, well, of course, like, it would be a Rodan because he's had a solo movie in the past. Whereas right. like a lot of the monsters that we're going to be pulling today, at least the ones that I've pulled um, for my projects, uh, have never really appeared out. You know, in solo projects, they've always appeared with Godzilla. But I, I just felt like you know you could really do something fun with like uh, elog- you could just make it like a remake of the original Rodan. Yeah, and I think like that would definitely work. I would like to see Rodan with, like, modern Toho filmmaking. I mean, I think if Rodan wasn't in uh, King of the Monsters, that yeah. wouldn't have been a terrible one to try to do in the States. Yeah. Um, I, I I think because Rodan's in King of the Monsters, I think that idea is that. I think because I like Rodan in King of the Monsters, but I do think after seeing that, like, it's not really one that you hop off to do, like, the like a an uh like an origin center around or around him yeah. in um and also kind of the way that they portray Rodan in that movie I, I I don't think it's like funny because it is some of those movies like once you introduce them as like one of many very destructive titans it, it's hard to do like the the solo film. the solo right. sympathetic like can you see that Rodan like as our, as I like to call Starscream Rodan being like the one who like dives into the volcano after his lover I don't no, think so no I I I think it's definitely different. Um, yeah, you know, but it's still like again, like we talked about that that captures the essence of Rodan while still doing something different yeah. with it. So I, I have two uh, brief movie ideas yeah. that that I that I thought, and then I'll, and then I'll pass it on to you. So um, I, so thinking really hard on this, I was thinking of like who is a, a, a Toho creature that could easily have his own movie, um, and especially after watching Rebirth of Mothra and just seeing how they did that one. Yeah. Um, and I picked none other than another king himself, and that is King Caesar, which is probably what you were going to say. I mean, it, it's kind of an obvious choice for a reason. Yeah, I would say this is one of my, my main three. Yeah. It was the King Caesar movie. And do you want to go why you well, decided this? Because I have a reason. Yeah, so the reason I decided it is just because it's all of the elements to make a movie out of this, especially a kaiju movie mm-hmm. out of this in a new age is just right there for you. It, the lore is there of it being like an ancient guardian. Like you have like the human plot line already by, you know, with the village and everything that he sees, you have a song that wakens him up. Like, you know, that again, my, not not quite as powerful as Jet Jaguar, but even the way that King Caesar is introduced in Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, you do get the sense that like you know it's a monster with his own like history and and everything. Um, uh, so that was kind of just the reason, and also you know it it it's a little bit different. It's a, it's a giant kind of like dog bear yeah. man uh thing and. 
Um, and it, it just feels like the most palatable for like a new age, probably monster superhero film. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then the other thing I would say is like it would be a great time to bring in Titanosaurus back mm-hmm. uh, as would, like a villain or right. something. Uh, my thing with with King Caesar was I what I thought you could do with the King Caesar because this I would say this was like the second movie I thought of, and the reason I kind of thought King Caesar would be an interesting one to do is because you essentially can do a a different, in a sense, like almost grittier but not truly gritty version of like what mothra is because Mm -hmm. the whole thing is like king caesar has this kind of god of destruction element to him you could have like i was kind of thinking you could maybe have two different factions trying to kind of awaken him for two different purposes you could kind of have like maybe they're going to use more of the destruction side but then like the the village is more trying to get him for like a protection side of things like you can have like kind of that dynamic and there is a more aggressive nature to King Caesar than Mothra, so I think you could really play with that as well. Um, yeah, in terms do, in terms they, of the lore, they do play with that, and or they they hint at that in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla yeah. that he is possibly a vengeful god. Yeah, as I, well. I, yeah, I really thought that the you're you're very right in the sense that the lore is there enough where you can definitely play with it, add things to it, and again give you know, and like I said. Um, you know, maybe have two different, you know, a debate about King Caesar and, and, you know, the legends around him and what he actually means and, like, what kind of god is he? Is he a god of destruction? Is he a god of protection? Uh, yeah, and then just add something like a Titanosaurus or some other original monster, and I think I think you could have a, a project that really works. It's interesting because I'm already getting, like, the movie idea that thematically you can, like, touch upon. Because, like, the whole King Caesar and that plot line in Mechagodzilla was that it's all about, like... Um, you know this uh, this this village with in the in this island with religious um, history and like you know the the slight disrespect of that is like is that going to bring it because that was like a plot line at the beginning of the movie right where it was like youths coming in and like destroying some of the statues yeah, and things like yeah. that um, so you know I'm already seeing like in the same way with like Godzilla that you play with like nuclear weapons and things like that you could play with like. Uh, like you know, faith and religion, and you know, remembering like the like you know, remembering mm-hmm. the past and yeah. and everything. Um, and and also like it, it is funny because even King Caesar in that way, like if you wanted to do an American version of it, I I think that there's a a real good like you can do like um connect him to like um like native lands and like America or something like that if you wanted to kind of like yeah uh, um westernize like mm-hmm. the, the the tale i mm-hmm. think because uh it, and and also just like king caesar also fits that kind of era mm-hmm. and vibe as well yeah um, oh could you imagine like it's like oh wow like if you want to get really crazy with it you can like set it in like the old west like something like that that'd be crazy that would be that'd be interesting for sure oh i think i'm actually more on board with this movie than i thought i i, I kind of like the dynamic of modern times but i think that you could definitely like set it into like another era yeah and i think it would fit because again it's just because you have the godly nature but again you know you don't necessarily have the the shobajin the fairies to kind of bring the message mm-hmm. it's more so like we kind of have these legends about king caesar yeah and i think that's what kind of makes it interesting well and kind i think of the mystery and, and it works because you know you can argue that you can westernize it with like um like native american ancestry because it's in the same way that in that movie it was like this was kind of like an island and like a village that 
for all intents and purposes, everybody forgot about and kind of shat on. So yeah. it was like, I, I think that would be like a really cool, a really cool dynamic. Um, another movie idea that I had that I thought would be interesting uh, is bring back the smog monster himself. You and I have the exact <laughs> same ideas. This no was the way. first the first idea no I talked about. So my thing with this, this was the exact... Yeah, yeah, you, you go ahead with it. You, right, you this was first. the first movie I thought about, and I basically was like, do... Basically do like an invasion of the body snatchers, kind mm-hmm. of that type of paranoia horror movie with a very giant, destructive, smog pollution monster. Mm. And the reason I say that is... I think like Ghidorah is definitely Godzilla's greatest villain, but there's the argument to be made that Ghidorah is the scariest of Godzilla's villains because when it, the way he's presented in that movie is essentially this like indestructible force of just pure death. Mm-hmm. You know, when when we talk about like the this the scene in the and like he can transform and he has these forms and you like multiple times it's like, oh, like it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal. Oh, he's just this little thing. It just gets bigger and bigger. I think it it easily fits thematically in terms of the the climate change and just like, oh, we keep pushing it off and not making it a big deal. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Swallows us whole. You can definitely get a very big horror vibe off of it, yeah. With the way that what had Hedora just functions as a character, and you can easily start intimately and then move bigger if you wanted right. to. And, and I think you can also even take, you know, you don't have to go full like art film like some of the stuff in Hedora, but I think it's a type of movie where you can do some real stylization and and really play with the visual nature and kind of the sanity even of the characters because it's just essentially like this indestructible small creature. Uh, especially, like, to me, if you don't have any other monster in the movie, that if it really is kind of a War of the Worlds, humans versus aliens, or humans yeah. versus giant monster type of thing, where it's like, you just see this this Hedora creature, you know, constantly, like, change itself and transform and evolve as the humans are helpless, and you basically maybe have the one scientist who's, like, struggling to kind of pull people together to, like, fight it, and you can still play with, like, you know the themes of, of the youth like not taking it seriously or like even like the older politicians not taking it seriously like there's a whole bunch of directions and i just think like in terms of a villainous creature within the kaiju canon there's no monster with more potential as a as a movie villain than hedora i just think that that would be a absolute gangbusters of a film in like a modern times uh, i'm thinking it's you're right part invasion of the body snatch uh, uh snatchers uh part blob yeah part Aliens, yeah. part Shin Godzilla yeah. is kind of like the 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 vibe I'm getting from it. I mean, yeah, I I, I couldn't say I I think you kind of like hit the nail on the head on why this movie uh would work. Um, and, and because and I kind of picked it because it was like really the obvious one. Like it, it's one of the only creatures where you know because I'm thinking of like the Blob and then there's all like the 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 natural like you know the global warmings and like the pollution things like it, it's just once again just an easy pick for like yeah. uh for why you would want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I way. think it, I think I just think like you can easily see that film and mm-hmm. you can see like the trailer and you can just give it like again if you're going to play with genre in in the modern age where I feel like you definitely can it just it just would have you could easily give it a very scary vibe mm-hmm. uh and really, now would you want to see i think this is another thing that would be interesting would you want to see the toho version of this or like the american version of this i mean like in i think it could be either i mean i think that they would be two different things i kind of would like to see like kind of 
it I, from an American perspective, like if you just took the basic concept, I think you you could make this very much an easy like, you know, random like you know movie where it's like you know people don't necessarily have to know the source material like to like oh like be interested in it. I think like there's definitely like you could easily market that type of movie, but I'd also be able to interested to see it from like a um a Japanese perspective as well. I, I would like to see the Toho perspective on it only because I, I think that the, I think they would have a better grasp how to portray the horror of it. And yeah. I, because they will get like, they would, they're going to have like Hidora eating heads yeah. and like thing and just doing crazy right. I mean, shit. I think like if you made it like a Jack, like in this, in kind of a vein of like kind of modern Japanese horror cinema, mm-hmm. I think you could make a very interesting movie out of this yeah I, I i would definitely agree with that well Where, guess, whereas opposed to the king caesar one i would kind of like be interested in that american version right. than, the, than the than the well I, I, I would take both i guess you and i matched up on those two yeah uh, but i do have another movie okay i have two more so okay. if you so i so well one. you you took two of mine so i guess i should just okay well just in case okay all right go ahead well this is okay i will say though this is kind of cheating because it is kind of a more group of monsters thing. Mm-hmm. Take all of the giant animal kaiju. Okay. So I'm talking about Kumunga, Kamakuris, okay. Abira. You know, you can you can throw in like Manda because he's kind of a snake thing, right? right That's right. Manda. Even Varen because he's a giant bat. Just throw them all in, put them on an island, and give me like an old school... Journey to the Center of the Earth, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Land at Time Forgot type of movie. Basically kind of, right, like, right, right, I, I right. kind of in my head, like I know I wouldn't really call this because I think it would get people too excited about it, but it would be kind of like Escape from Monster Island and basically like a group, a, a, a varied group of people, like like a, a, like a, like a, 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 a cynical sailor, a scientist, a female reporter, like all those tropes, put them on an island, mm-hmm. have all these giant, just regular animal kaiju, like, you know, appear to them, and they basically have to find a way to escape. So you didn't steal an idea that I had, but I mulled over an idea like this when making my list. And really the only thing I, I, I met with you on was the, all right, well, you have to have a movie, like like a Monster Island-type movie with Kumanga, Kamakuris, and Abira, and like all like the giant animal monsters. I couldn't quite think of like what you would do with it that wasn't just like... Because I, I guess it was like too close to Kong Skull Island, but for for some reason, you saying Escape from Monster Island really right. captured it for yeah, me. Yeah, I definitely just think of like again, like those kind of fifties, like late fifties, early sixties, like kind of the Jules Verne inspired, mm. like kind of just sci- like pseudoscience, kind of like you know, you know, like Journey, like Journey to the Center of the Earth is very much the example of just like okay, well you're drilling into the Earth and then you find like this mystical world and you're like oh like Atlantis existed at one point it's in the center of the Earth right it's right like right kind right. of like that sort of thing where it's just Get like Gorosaurus in there right and- yeah <laughs> just just put all of them in together because I think like you know especially those are the type of kaiju where it's like are you really gonna like if you're gonna make a new Godzilla property are you really gonna stick like Kamunga and Abira no, in there no 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 like unless unless you're the director 
of Final Wars and you're just randomly giving a beer like a big action scene. Right. Like, like to give the like, and especially because that's also a movie where it's like again, you can just stick a bunch of giant animals on an island. You can definitely market that to like an American audience right. on the yeah. American side of things. Oh, I agree. I, uh, I, I definitely agree. I think like the, the, the Japanese and the Toho side of just using all like the stuff would be fun, but it's just like just that kind of old school, like late fifties style, like again, Jules Verne inspired adventure, I think would just be very fun with all those creatures together. Yeah, and then I definitely, you know, it'd be funny if, like, the count, even though it was a little bit different, but remember how, like, eventually that island got, like, uh, put into permanent winter? Yes. Like, like, wouldn't that be fun, like, if that's, like, the countdown? Like, mm. it's like, oh, like, this island, like, you know, all the creatures are going to go into, like, hibernation because, like, this island is going to be, like, going to a perma winter. Yeah. So, like, we need to get off the island yeah. by, like, again, like, there's the like, end of the month. They're doing, like, like some yeah. experiments near the island. They all accidentally crash while oh, this experiment's coming on. Wait a minute. No. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's a classic, like, dude, like, you didn't see it, but I'm sure you know of it. But, you know, it was a movie that came out recently called Underwater. Yeah. It was with Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Um, je- basically, the premise is, is that these... It's very alien where it's like this these group of uh, scientists are working in this like uh sea lab that's like yeah. mil- millions and millions of well I guess not million is it millions it's very deep underwater yeah um to the point that and then like um they uh the sea lab basically crushes in upon itself and then they're stuck down there with something else like it's something like yeah, that yeah. so i'm just saying like you could easily take that premise of like you can literally take the because that what was that that wasn't a bira, it was son of Godzilla, uh, son of Godzilla. Like it's the scientific expedition doing the whole um, what's it called weather. Uh, the weather experiment. So you can easily set that up as like that's what they're there for, and then something goes wrong, mm-hmm. and then like they're going to be put in a perma winter, and now it's escape from Monster Island. Would you also have? I know I'm kind of like like a, like hijacking it a little bit, but would you? take it where it's just like the creatures are just there already or that their experiments make them like in son of godzilla i i I think that's hard i kind of in my head my heart i would be like the monsters were already there right right especially because like you could also do it where like they're in this one part of the island of the scientific expedition and maybe like there's the one person that's like you know more exploratory and more theories about what's out there but they're like no we're focusing on this experiment it's Mm -hmm. just like you know, or you can even do the like the thought where it's like where there's no there's no natives on this island type of thing. You right, know, it's right, like right. kind of like an abandoned island, but then like as they have to like go deeper into the island to find some sort of means of escape or food or something like that, they come across like this wider world that mm-hmm. they didn't really realize was there. Also, before I forget, definitely also gotta get Mega Gears in there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know the Mega Nulon and yeah. everything. Like, and, and then you could even set that up where it's like they find the Mega Nulon, and it's like, oh, like look at this, you know. And then you, oh, that and would then, be a good boss animal, like the one that like is actively trying to come and kill them, right? Yeah. Mega Gearus. because yeah. they you could even set up the classic like they see the Mega Nulon, and there's like, oh, like look at these things, like they're t- giant dragon finds, but they're harmless. You're right, right. And, and then all of a sudden, like they like they, they see find like, the queen, they find the big one, and they're like, oh shit. I like this idea. Yeah, I. And, I I couldn't think I couldn't crack what a story would be, but I, I like this one. Yeah. Um, well, here's another idea I have, and we're going to be sticking on an island, but we're going to go into a completely different medium. We're going to go into the world of animation, Nick, yeah. and I am suggesting somewhat of another Monster Island idea, but I'm thinking of Manila, the animated 
series or sh- movie, whatever. And it's like the adventures of Manila, um, uh, the adventures of the son of Godzilla, and basically just make a goofy like Godzilla animated show. Like, like if you want to do, you could do it in the vein of like Teen Titans Go or something. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking like bring Gabra in as a villain, as like you know, like his jerk villain and things like that. And uh, I just thought like that would be like the most fun way. Because honestly, you know where it came from. How do I get Gabra back? I, I feel like Gabra. Yeah, needs I, some I was love. thinking a lot about Gabra, and I really like couldn't. The only way I kind of cracked Gabra was to basically do kind of a, a really like comic book, like kind of basically kind of the same concept, like Dream Kid type right. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the main like one. But I think it's funny because this idea definitely like I could see, but it's like one of those things where. I definitely almost wish we could see like like the eighties like nineties version of this where it's like they just essentially like put all the Godzilla monsters on Monster Island but give them all like human personalities like and just you know and, and Manila's the main character but I actually think that that's actually a pretty solid like unique way to get Manila kind of to do something different and kind of have him do like you know and I think like it could be especially in an era of you know, again, streaming services and different lengths of things being easier. You could definitely do it in like kind of shorter episodes and just like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really focus on like Manila learning whatever lesson he needs to learn for the episode. And Well, I I also think like it, it, it would actually be a very successful, legitimate way to bring to um, bring some pride back to like those two films, I, I think, or at least Manila in that way. Yeah. Like it, it would be like like at the if you make something successful like that then all monsters attack wouldn't have been in vain mm-hmm. like basically just kind of take like the very like bare bones of all monsters attack and i actually think you could make a fun like kids animated uh, uh, like idea out yeah. of it um make manila a little cuter yeah. yeah and then like you know gabra is basically like the swiper of the uh, of the show yeah. um i i, I think that, <clears throat> you can and, and like you could definitely have like other monsters or stuff like cameo or have like they're the guest star oh yeah yeah yeah. like that well very much similar in the way that like teen titans go like like sometimes they would like even though they had no lines but like batman would show up for like like a brief second and definitely like godzilla is presented only as like nanny is in muppet babies where you only see like his yeah you you never see like the top right yeah yeah, you you just basically just see his feet yeah exactly only part of him and i have to say like i i i didn't I actually was thinking about this for a while and then when we were coming to sit down I, I did just remember this that Matt Frank the artist who did like the neo Godzilla um like uh project on um DeviantArt yeah um actually had a similar idea to this too where uh his idea for Manila in the in his own Godzilla neo universe was that it was kind of like a like a comic strip uh that was like um deemed inappropriate because it seemed like propaganda for kaiju um but um that that was kind of like his way of getting manila in there um but i i actually i i'd sign up for that i'd I'd be on board for that but this leads to probably the most like the hands down this would be the most interested I would be in a Godzilla project. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it, it is something that is ripe with opportunity. And it's the one I put the most thought in. Dare I say it would be the one that if I had the creative, if you, like Nick, 
if you gave me like would you say like what what, what was your number one did you would you say out of the ones that you had uh, Hedora 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 was definitely would, would was you de- sorry go ahead it was just definitely the first one I thought of and the one that I immediately like I could I was just like the one that like visually like I saw immediately if you out of your ideas would you say any of them are the ones where if like other than Jet Jaguar, <laughs> if they gave you the creative reins that you had to, for like to do a, a a Toho Kaiju thing, like wh- which one of those would you say like this is the one you would do? I would say Hedora yeah. would be the would be the number one because uh, again, it's just the one that so easily comes to mind. Uh, I do think that the Monster Island, like the Escape from Monster Island idea, is a close close second. So this is the one for me. This would be the like well, yeah, yeah, yeah money. What 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 project do you want to do? I would want to do the G-Force series. And the monster, and I know I'm cheating a little bit, the monster that it would be would be all the mechas teaming up as like a superhero force mm-hmm. to fight new a new era of kaiju. The setup is that it is in a post-Godzilla world where Godzilla has been gone like for like as long as anybody could tell for years. Like it's just he like his reign of terror and heroism, because he has a, in this world, he's a very complicated history where sometimes he was a hero, sometimes he wasn't. Um, and now, um, uh, maybe you have a monster island where it has all the docile monsters on it and everything. Uh, but now this new group of kaiju are starting to show up, a new a, a new breed, and uh, it's time for humanity to take uh, matters into their own hands because they don't have a Godzilla to. Um, uh, fight for them anymore. So in comes, and my team would be Kiryu, mm-hmm. the Mecha Godzilla from uh, Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla, Mogura, and a newly risen Mecha King Ghidorah in the same vein as the end of Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, where um, Emmy comes back from the future. In fact, I would make a full on put it into like the spiritual sequel to the lore and bring back all the characters. So you bring back Miki as like one of the heads of like the department, like the, the like yeah. runs G force. Emmy actually has come back from the future. Um, oh, and then also like, and again, not going to focus on it. Cause I know it's cheating too much. The other members I would probably put in is maybe like a larva Mothra um with like one of like the twins maybe that's a plot line like mm-hmm. one of the one of the twins is missing and uh yeah put jaguar in there yeah of course he's the he's, he's the next member but, but you know i just you know i don't want to cheat too much but he's yeah. in there he, he's the fourth yeah. he's the fourth member mm-hmm. <laughs> well i guess he would be like the eighth member yeah because king Ghidorah has three heads yeah. yeah, but that would be so. That would be my idea about like, and then it would be a series of like about like G Force and like all the mecha creatures. It's a solid uh, idea. Uh, that would be the one I would do it, and then the um, and then eventually like you know I could pitch it all day, but then eventually you bring in all the alien species. I, it's the idea I put the most thought of, like what what I would want to do with a with a Godzilla project is to like bring all the mechas in. Um, and then also, like you give some, you give some uh, love to Mogura, who hasn't ha- had much. Uh, you, you get to. Uh, we got, you're gonna come up with a better name than Land Mogura. <laughs> that could be a plot point. Yeah. Is that like you know they they it's, it is Star Falcon, but then maybe we do some. Well, you can you make the pilot kind of like a dweeb, and maybe he like can't think of a name. Maybe that's a running gag. It's yeah. Like he can't think of a name for the Land Mogura. But can can we? Well, one episode at least has to reference the that fucking guy from. Uh, 
Oh, oh yeah, from uh, Space Godzilla. Yeah. Oh like yeah, with the, banda- with, with the bandana. Yeah, like they have to like you know. He, did he survive that? He survived that. Yeah, movie. no, he survived. Oh, at so the definitely, end of the day. Yeah. yeah, I could definitely see him being st- like either like you know he's like at one point these like kind of shuttered away and they have to go get him because he's still like the ace pilot and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I mean, hey, like I'm always down for more mechas. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I definitely think there's an opportunity uh, to do something with that, and I think like I I actually think that's very interesting because. Very much all the other stuff that we've thought about and talked about are definitely like within their own kind of continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you kind of doing something that's so heavy into continuing an era, which of course the Hasey era is the most continuity heavy, right? Of those, um, I definitely think that that would be like a really cool different. Um, means of, of kind of doing something different within the world mm-hmm. and, and, and then, expanding the lore and then you could have like some of the familiar faces eventually cameo like it's like oh finally they're doing the rodan episode where it's like we find out what happened to rodan and things like that yeah but i think it was mostly because I, I was fascinated by like what would be something like actually different and like something with just the mechas especially the mechas being the heroes very strictly with like uh it, w- it was something that w- really really stood out for me and um and i am interested in this idea of and 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 i was more interested in this idea after we watched the animated series of a godzilla show yeah like i i i think that there is a lot of more opportunity with that because you you just have so much more room to kind of like introduce like use whatever monsters you want and things like that um so i i I, I, and you I can was, still do original stuff too, like right? Can, exactly. Um, you can definitely do, and like you can, you can definitely have fun, you know, with like, oh, maybe there's something, you know, like other. You could definitely go through each of those Hasey era films and find some means to continue on a plot line mm-hmm. or a character of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like you can definitely grab characters from Biolanti and the Futurins from Ghidorah, and you know. Uh, you can definitely do the remnants of destroy, like you, and all that sort of stuff. Like I definitely think uh, there is a lot of opportunity, as well as pulling stuff from the future millennium era and pulling mm-hmm. stuff from the stories of Choa era that didn't that didn't get there. I think a lot of times when you have like kind of that continuation, like you can almost imagine this too. Like you said, like a, a series, it would be very easy to imagine like you know the comic book version of this mm. in the same way that like they kind of do you know like. Like almost in the vein of how they do um, different, obviously, but how they were, uh, how Warner Brothers and DC were doing those Hanna Barbera kind of weirdo, like the Scooby right, right, right. things, and and the Flintstones, where it's like, oh, we're definitely taking a new look at this, but here's this reference to this in the Flintstones universe, or here's this reference to this in Scooby, or here's like, oh, like the Snagglepuss thing, here's Huckleberry Hound in here. So mm. it's like you could definitely do that sort of stuff. I mean. Um, you actually just gave me another idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That. We 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 have a we have a little bit more time. Um, I would say like another kind of really different, different, different movie, um, would be kind of like a movie purely about like Miki and like the psychic thing, and mm-hmm. almost yeah. and almost doing like kind of the movie where you really don't actually like see the monster until like maybe the very end of the movie, and you just kind mm, of like go through like you know like this young psychic who's like getting the visions of kind of these monsters and kind of being on the precipice of like kind of 
the rest of the world and maybe her trying to get in and, and talk to somebody about it. Mm. I think like kind of almost a dramatic exploration of what that's that her empathy. And that I like feeling. that. I like that idea. Cause I think we've always talked, I mean, we've always talked about like, you know, movies that really focus on the ground. Like for example, Shin Godzilla kind of takes that idea of just focusing really on the ground, but it would be very interesting to see like a purely like civilian perspective type of movie, like a, a project like that. And I think like I, I say that in the terms of the psychic, stuff would be the most interesting because you have that added dynamic of you know this characters it could be Miki it could be an original character mm. of like their psychic connections and their kind of growth as a character through those psychic connections like you can definitely like Im- like I've definitely imagined it where you know like it's kind of like like the Friday the 13th where it's like Jason is more just on the outside of everything and right. it's like you know, or you know, like even well, we, well, we were we we. I mean, we were watching this actually last night. We were watching uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven. Yeah, and one of the things that is fascinating about it is that it, it really is up in your face about getting you all up to speed on Jason Voorhees, but they also know you as an audience probably knows it. It's surprisingly, I haven't I haven't finished the movie. I got way too tired. I'm going to finish it, but it's surprisingly centered around like this character like this one girl character yeah. and all like the the drama in it yeah. but it also kind of works because you you are constantly aware just through you know the series that you're watching of the threat of of Jason and, I, and I'm trying to think of another example I, I I know people try to make stories like this all the time yeah. like it, it's like every like those episodes of Batman the animated series where it will be about somebody not Batman and right. it'll be about like their perspective and like Batman like, like shows that, up in like the background or like that one then. episode where the one guy like claims he killed Batman and then it's like his whole adventure was like the Joker taking him in and Joker holding the funeral and then like, right yeah, right like yeah that episode um well I kind of also in one sense I almost kind of imagine it in like a very different version of like what Carrie is because the whole thing about Carrie is like Yes, it's like the whole thing about her having the psychic powers and and the supernatural stuff, but like all of that really doesn't come into play until the very end of the movie. Right, like the right. whole rest of the movie is just kind of exploring this girl being abused and 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 by society by her own mother, and then kind of like you know you you could make that same movie without the very you know the prom scene at the end, and yeah. it would just be like kind of a regular like movie about abuse. I'm not saying that the psychic movie has to be like that, but you can definitely do a movie of just like exploring the psychic thing and and kind of and her connection to this like unknown monster. Right. Um, and, and kind of place it firmly in like kind of a Toho type of world. Yeah. I, another, another version of that, I, it almost reminds me of, and if you wanted to move the medium of it, um, it reminds me a lot of uh, the graphic novel Marvels mm-hmm. where you follow this um, journalist uh, and photo- this uh, photojournalist uh, and his life living throughout the Marvel Universe. It's one of my favorite graphic novels, and what's unique about it is that they're taking this character and he's living through all the events of the Marvel Universe as it happened in the comics. So it's literally like he's there for the death of Gwen Stacy. like And the, the Pierce yeah, of Galactus. Yeah, and, and, like the, that, and, yeah. And, and it's funny because it, it is kind of like all of those events that you remember reading throughout the history of Marvel comics on the page but like told from like the civilian's point of view so it would be interesting to i could even see a comic version of that of like the hasty series but told explicitly through like like a, like a psychic or, or just her because what yeah. you could do is you have that because remember she wasn't there 
for most of Mothra. Right. Like, so yeah. it's like, you could be like, well, where was she that whole time? Like, mm-hmm. that could be a fun, like, story, too. Right. Or, like, even, like, her during 84. Mm-hmm. And, me, like, the, the bludgeoning of the the psychic powers yeah. within her. Yeah, it could be like a mini series, maybe one yeah. for each movie. Like right. I like that idea. Yeah, but I think like I think something where it like really focuses on Miki mm-hmm. or like a psychic character, I think could be very interesting. Um, also on the comic book front, um, the the because I guess this would also be like if depending on the way you animate it, it could be kind of a series. But I I was thinking of like a kaiju that I think could be really really done well on like kind of either the like in drawing form like what's a kaiju where you could take advantage of either the comic book medium or even the animated medium in some sense Mm. uh to really give the the form its full potential and i think you could do a very sort of tragic science story about biolanti Mm. I think you could definitely do kind of like a fly, almost a fly-ish um, idea where just kind of you you focus on the scientist, you know, trying to save the daughter and 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 working. With I'm that. already seeing the art. It's like like Asad Ribic or something, yeah. something like that, where it's this very like morose but very like this dark morose but beautiful art. Yeah, like, that's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking of. Is like you take like kind of a uh, yeah, like the dark. You know, you can kind of stylize it, but you know, you could, you could do like a more real version of it. You could kind of do it like the more stylization, but I think like you could really do kind of a mini series, just focusing on the scientist who's obsessed with saving his daughter, uh, and kind of the consequences of that, and, and kind of take a little bit even more emotion than it was in Biolanti. Like maybe mm-hmm. it is like you kill the plant, you kill the daughter, but he has to sacrifice that, you know, right, and, right, right. and really uh, like an exploration of grief and letting go through kind of biolanti because i also think because i really like that idea we've, like that we've a talked a lot about i mean we talked about in that biolanti episode a lot of just like even with the impressiveness of the effects that there is like a sense of like there's only so much you can do with like the suit because it's such a wild kind of creature design and i think like within the within a drawing form i think you can give biolanti that kind of horrific majesty that mm-hmm. it deserves and you can definitely give it even more of again like the fly and that little top of horrors kind of vibe to it where it's just like you really kind of take the beauty of the plant and kind of the horrificness of the monster it would make a really good horror comic definitely yeah i think i think there's a lot of potential potential with that and, and again in terms of unlocking the fullest potential of, of biolanti you know all this too and all this comic talk um Definitely, and it's not monsters, but it it does make me think of a series of one shots of all the more more notable human characters in the like. So you have a Miki one, you have an Emmy one, you have um um like who who else would be deserving of one? I mean, you could you could go through the whole history of the the eras. I think like you could definitely do. I'm thinking, and, and this would be one of those like you get a different like artist and, and writer yeah. yeah to like do like you could definitely one. do one on that kind of you know like character i think the characters from Ghidorah, uh the three had monsters you could take multiple characters from mm-hmm. that one yeah yeah yeah. you could definitely um the thief from abira mm-hmm. i think you could definitely do that with as well you know what actually i have to be honest like not even a comic but it reminds me a lot of you know those uh, the, like um, they're about to come out with a new one for Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, a different they, point of view. Yeah, from a yeah. certain point of view, where basically it's the 
it's the it's the events of at first it was of a new hope yeah and but it's like they tell it through a different point of view of multiple uh right so, but, so it could be anywhere from Lando seeing the events on a TV screen to a Jawa who like right. just lost R two D two right and it's or it's like you know the what the the from the perspective of the characters in the Candina or Frigrin Dan or, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or someone on the Death Star and then sometimes it would even be like my 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 favorite one of those is like sometimes it's like prose uh, sometimes it's like a short little blurb and sometimes it's like a comic strip I don't know if you've ever flipped through the book I, I've definitely wanted to my my favorite one in there is in the middle of the book. Um, it says meanwhile on Dantooine and it's just like a cardboard box that says rebel base and an Imperial officer like, with a question mark over his head. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that, that's a good oh, I'm definitely Now I'm going through like all like the movies mm-hmm. like that. You could definitely like find one. It would almost be fun to do like one from every one of the films. It would like, be, it would like, be find like one to do from every one of the movies. Oh, remember, like, like, you could do one from that really annoying character from, 84 the one who's like ah like yeah yeah yeah, yeah i remember that or guy, or, yeah. or or the 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 weird neighbor from uh all monsters attack uh like, yes yeah, yeah. Like, he's like but i i do think there's a knockout amount of money in there <laughs> i do think um you could also just do just like a like a collection of just all like the the characters from yeah. like and you can like list it's like this character from this movie mm-hmm. and I think that 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 could be a fun book idea. I, I think I, so. I think so. Like this is all stuff. I mean, we, yeah. we could definitely pitch that. Also, like I am interested in the idea of a kaiju movie, and I think this is the reason why the human storylines would actually serve really good with because there's an you can get really intimate with like how that feels mm-hmm. as a because the one thing about like the you know it's a gift and a curse with a book like the thing about the book is like you lose all of like the visual splendor of the monster because and i think that's really the heart of the kaiju yeah. like film and genre but if you could really tell like you could tell a compelling tale of like somebody really from the ground and get inside their head i i think you can make a a, a good piece of prose that way you could definitely do a really fun story with like a random Cetopian civilian, yes. Like you could definitely oh do like God, everything yes. from their perspective of like what they think of their emperor and like kind of the vis- their visualization of the events that are happening on the surface and stuff. Oh, that would be a really fun one to do. Oh my God, he's just he's just some guy. He just like he just wants him and his family to live back up on the surface. But at what cost? They're sending Megalon up there. He's like, we didn't sign up for that. We right. we 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 thought Megalon was a last. He, you know, Megalons are God. We're using him as a weapon of war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then, kind of the whole, like the realization of just like that Megalon, you know, or you know, it would be really fun. Dear too. diary, I heard our emperor called upon Gigan to help out. Well, uh, that would be fun, is to get because again, within continuity, it's like call, like the actual call between. Like them. oh, you could do like a funny one with, with that too, yeah. Right, like I, like I said, like even in that episode, you could just do the call to the the cockroach aliens, mm-hmm. and then they're they're like all eager to get revenge on Godzilla from the events of the previous movie. Yeah, yeah, that would be that'd be good. That'd be good. Well, these were all really good ideas. I think we 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 had some planned down, and I think we came up with some interesting ones too. Um, uh, unfortunately, no ideas for uh, Orga. Yeah, no, no. I was thinking like maybe one from the perspective of the Millennials. They were technically an alien. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, we're really going to be squids. And then they <laughs> ended up not being squids. They ended up being a weird Godzilla mu- mutation. 
Yeah, that that did not go their way no. when, you, when you think back on I, that. I mean, like you could. I mean, that's it. That's I. I feel like like the more we go past, like if you were to really rank the list of like kaiju, just like. Orgo would probably be down there, like yeah, but no fault of his own. It's no, just like he—he. He, it's just kind of like, just out of like you got n- nothing. Like there's nothing wrong with you, dude. It's yeah. like it's just like you got nothing else. Right. I mean, like you got the shoulder cannon. That's kind of cool, but right. other than that, I mean, because there's also not like a whole bunch of really bad kaiju. Like I want to see. I history. would. I would want to see. But it's like, frankly, I, I would. I would rather see Gabra over you. Orga, sorry. I mean, that's that's the truth of it. Yeah, but it's also because like Gabra is just again, just I think more visually interesting. He's crazy. Um. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for for this episode. Yeah, just a very simple time, but that was that was fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you and I. We, I mean, it's kind of like why we're podcast hosts. I got scared because when you said a group of kaiju, I thought you were taking my mecha idea. Uh, like I really did for a second. I, it would have been that would have been crazy if we like kind of matched up on all three of those. But at least we had some different ideas yeah. in there as well. Good. All right, guys. Well, that I guess that settles it for uh, this deep dive. I hope everybody enjoyed. Uh, by the time this comes out, it's uh, it's Comic Con at home weekend. So, um, right by the time this comes out, Should, yeah, it will be the 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 final ramp up to Comic Con at home will yeah. be will be beginning. So that's crazy. That's crazy. So I mean, hey, if you if uh, you're listening, maybe you are all nerds. So enjoy your Comic Con at home, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I can then Toho, if you're listening, like all these ideas, we're we're willing to get paid for. Yeah. I am. I'm just thinking of something smart. I was thinking if I would like if if it would be like. If this would be one of those projects where you're like, listen, you get all the money, you won't get paid, but you get all the money to make it. Like, like I don't know, I may take it. I may take it. But it's also like, again, we've talked about all these ideas, but you know, like, if they gave us carte blanche, we're going to Jet Shack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, this episode showed a lot of restraint right. in that way. You know, someday... We really should, like, one of these deep dives should just be, like, our real, true, big Jet Shack Wire tribute. I agree. I agree. All right, everybody. Well... Have a good night. Have a fun time out there in out there land.